0: Oh, yes, pass the roof, come, yeah. Well, Well, yes, uh, you can sit down, but I just want to say happy birthday, and we are just so thankful and so proud to be here with you today. We really appreciate Kevin and Cheryl and the team for all that you've built here in Aberdeen. It's a great privilege for us. So Kevin and Cheryl having gone through the ministry training school that we established in Brighton uh, in the second year of ministry training school Kevin and Cheryl were trained and then they came up here to Aberdeen. So for us... Seeing what has taken place here and coming to celebrate, it's absolutely wonderful. We feel a little bit like grandparents, (laughs) but we're going to be grandparents in the natural this year, but this is a bit like being grandparents in the spirit. So congratulations. God bless you real good. Well, wow, well, I say to God, be the glory, great things he has done. To God be the glory, great things he has done. In 20 years, uh, that Kevin and Cheryl came with a dream, a heavenly dream, a heavenly dream. They came north with a dream from God. Their heart. They carried it with their children. They came into this city with a dream, a God's dream that God had put in them down south. They brought it up in the car with them. And now that dream is, you've been a part of that dream. All of you have been touched by that dream. God's dream is always a lot bigger than we think. There's a lot more twists and turns in the dream than what we think. But you've got touched by that dream. That dream that was in the car, in their heart, as they drove up. That dream as they came over that famous hill, Cheryl wept she looked over the city you were in that dream you were touched with that dream God had you in that dream you were there in that dream somewhere along the line you got touched by that dream God changed your life and your life's never been the same again it's amazing really isn't it amazing to God be the glory great things he has done we serve a living God not a dead God a living God a God of dreams God that uses ordinary people to to do His work on the earth to be God with skin on to this world and these people and I, I look at you and many of you I know many of you i haven't some of them i haven't seen for so long and and to think you're going on with God and you you know what's going on so amazing, but the fruit from this house all the way to China. <laughs> goes over to China and all these people getting touched in China and to other places to to Dundee to Thurzo many many people it's amazing the people have gone come here and worked in the oil industry over the years and and then they've gone to the various countries afterwards after being in this church for a season and their life was impacted and changed to God be the glory life is so short it's 20 years it was 20 years. It's, you've all got a few more wrinkles and a few more grey hair or less hair. But uh, I looked at Kevin up here and I thought, man, he's on that picture there. I thought, wow, I don't want anyone joined join the church. It's like a, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, like a boy. He's <laughs> in a boy up here. <laughs> and the thing he joined the church. is amazing. To God be the glory, it really is. It's, 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 it's really. And I, I, I think of the amazing times. I think of that place. Where was that place down the road? It was so cold. It was so cold. Where was that? It was so cold. I think we dedicated Boaz, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, it was dedicating. It was like shaking. Like, oh. it was like, It was so cold. And oh, dear. But, it, but it's been a good journey. Hasn't it been good? hasn't the lord been good to us hasn't the lord been good and 20 years and um and then it's just like this amazing milestone and and, uh over the 20 years and we think our lives changed and people touched but god's dream does not stop just because we reach 20 years it's like God's dream just goes on on and on and on and on and on and on and and Kevin becomes, we become great-great-great-grandparents, and Kevin becomes grandparents or great-grandparents. And it's just, you keep raising them, that's the history of Christianity. And, yeah. and um, But um, I just want to speak for just for a few moments. First, I just really want to congratulate Kevin and Cheryl. A. They are famous people, really. They are amazing. It's just like, I was down in Cairo two weeks ago with Thackeray and Mary down there, and I just said, oh, going up here to Aberdeen the 20th, and... And Valkyrie says, oh, Kevin, he's such a wonderful man. We love Kevin. And, 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 and you know, you've got special people. You know, everyone's special. I'm going to say, uh, you know, I'm going to say, is it worth it? Is it worth it, the pain? Is it worth it, the, what you go through? You know, the ups and downs of, of pastoring a church, of planning a church, is it worth it? Sometimes you do scratch your head when you're worth it. Is it worth it? I mean, is it worth it burning your, your offering baskets and then <laughs> then have to go and buy some more? <laughs> Couldn't you just cast the demons out of the offering baskets? <laughs> I mean, it would have been, it would have been cheaper. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> is it worth it? Is it, is it worth it? You think of something you know, we've all looked in shops and been in a shop somewhere, all of us have done it, and you look around and you're trying to find out through the window how much is it how much is the price and you're kinking your neck to see see how much is it worth, what's the price tag? You're lifting something up and you're oh man, it's that expensive. Is it worth it? Is it really worth it? Is it worth all the work that goes into church life? Is it is it worth it? You know what? You can't put a price on it. You can't it's, it's is it worth it? it It's worth it was it worth Jesus coming to this earth? Was it worth it? How much does God love people? How can you say it's it's too hard it's too expensive it's, how can you when Jesus, what Jesus gave for us? I was in Manchester, we we're in Manchester for this year, another year and Helping a young church get planted there, and, and this young guy joined the church in about March, and he didn't make a decision for quite a few months. And I, I talked to him after every service. and His name's Matt, and he came up to me after about this. We joined in about March, where he didn't join the church. He started coming, and in July he came up to me. And he said, "Ashley, the people say you've got to make a commitment." He said, "What's this deal? What's the commitment?" How do you make a commitment? What, what, what's this? what are they talking about? A commitment. I said, well, Matt, really, Jesus made a pretty fair commitment to you, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he died on a cross. Is that a commitment? He said, yeah, I suppose so. You know, that guy now plays the keyboard sometimes and sings solo in church. It's like amazing. And he came up to me in August. He said, I, I did it, actually. I did it. I, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. He said, worth it. Free your life of a person. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I, I think of this, this story in the Bible sometimes because how much God loves people. and You know, the Bible says in, in Matthew 19, verse 16, Behold, one came to him and said, Good teacher, what thing must, shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Eternal life. It's not just, it's not just how much do I have to give to or, or just something in this life. What do I have to do for eternal life? For eternal life. For eternal life. Life that will never cease. Not just 20 years, but never cease. And Jesus said to him, So, what, so he said to him, what, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. But if you want to enter that, this life, keep my commandments. And he said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you, uh, and, you, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man said to him, all these things I've kept from my youth. What do I still lack? What an outstanding young man. What a man. I couldn't say that. <laughs> I couldn't say that. I couldn't have said it if I haven't kept all you know, I couldn't have said that. Could you have said it? This guy was better than us. I mean what do you said? He sings, I've done all them. I've done them all. I mean you've got to give him ten out of ten. You gotta give this guy. What but but what do I still lack? Because there was something still lacking in him. And Jesus said to him. If you want to be perfect, go, sell whatever you have and give to the poor. And you'll have treasure in heaven. In other words, you will have eternal life. And, um, and he said, then come follow me. But you know, that's what the young man in verse 22 is. But the young man heard that saying. And he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. You know, I've looked at that verse many times and I've thought, he was sorrowful, but how sorrowful would jesus have been as that young man walked away how sorrowful was it for god when he looked at adam and eve and they were cast out of the garden of eden sometimes we look at things from our angle of what does it cost us what this rich young ruler was saying was how much will it cost me i've got to Jesus just gave him the symbol, just give up everything and come follow me and you'll have eternal life. And, and, but, you know, look at it from Jesus' perspective. As, as that young man, and I no doubt that Jesus looked at him as he walked away, and the young man was sorrowful because he didn't want to say, God, I give you everything. And I'd say the sorrow that was in God's heart and Jesus' heart would have been greater than the sorrow that was in the young man's heart. So how much are you worth? How much is it worth? It's worth everything, really. It's worth everything for the sake of one person. For the sake of one person. To think of hundreds of lives that have been changed and impacted for eternity. Not just for 20 years. For eternity. It's worth it. But the young man said, no. The cost is too great. I want to say to every one of you, don't let ever the cost be too great. Don't ever, ever, ever think the cost is too great, because you'll go away sad and sorrowful, because you think the cost is too great. But Jesus will be more sorrowful because He loves you so much. He loves you. He loves this dream. He loves seeing people's lives touched, and and you know i just want to read this to you because i just think of this and every now and then and i i pull it out and i just read it to myself because i know what jesus does in a person i saw matt's life change in that nine months in those eight seven eight months in in our church in the church down in manchester i've seen people's lives change i've seen thousands and thousands of lives change i i have had the privilege of seeing so much and was battered and scarred and the auctioneer thought it scarcely worth his while to waste much time on the old violin but held it up with a smile what am i bidden, good folks he cried he'll start the bidding for me one dollar a dollar then two only two two dollars he'll make it three three dollars once three dollars twice going for three But no, from the room far back, a grey-haired man came forward and picked up the bow, then wiping the dust from the old violin and tightening the loose strings. He played a melody pure and sweet as a caroling angel sings. The music ceased and the auctioneer, with a voice that was quiet and low, said, What am I bid for the old violin?" And he held it up with the bow. A thousand dollars, and who will make it two? Two thousand, and who will make it three? Three thousand once, three thousand twice. And going and gone, said he. The people cheered, and some of them cried. We do not quite understand what change is worth. Swift came the reply. It was a touch of a master's hand. And many a man with life out of tune, and battered and scarred with sin, His auction so cheap to the thoughtless crowd, much like the old violin. A mess of pottage, a glass of wine, a game as he travels on. He's going once, he's going twice, he's going, he's almost gone. But the master comes and the foolish crowd can never quite understand the worth of a soul and the change that's wrought by the touch of a master's hand. That's what's happened here. That's what's happened in your life. Is it worth it? The touch of a master's hand. And the master has touched your life. The master has touched my life. It's, by mean, my privilege and one of my great honors of my life to, to be a part of Kevin and Cheryl's life and dream. And I looked at him today. I said, Kevin, you didn't have those gray hairs when you come up here. <laughs> Those grey hairs on his temple that looks like wisdom of grey hairs of years. And, but the touch of the Master's hand was on this couple as they headed north from Brighton and Eastbourne North. The touch of the Master's hand. They ministered sometimes through great difficulty, but the Master just made that violin sound so beautiful. I'm amazed at what God can do in a human life. Most of you know the story that I actually forbid my girlfriend to come to COC. I forbid her. I forbid her. I said to her before we were married, if you want to go along, I said, I said, you are not to go to COC if you're going to be my wife. You are not to go to COC if you're going to be my wife. I forbid her to go for seven years to Christian Outreach Center. She still married me. We got married. But seven years later, the master's hand came and tuned my life. And then for some amazing thing, he makes me the international president of the same churches that I forbid my wife, my girlfriend to attend for seven years. Why? How could that happen? But by the Master's hand. Never doubt the touch of the Master's hand. Never doubt what He can do in your life. Never doubt. This, I've seen what God's done in Kevin and Cheryl's life. I've seen what He's done in many of your lives. But never doubt what He can do in your life. And the dream, it still goes on. Never think you're past the age. Never think that you have. It's no longer, you're no longer relevant to this world. Never think that. And my grandmother turned 100. I looked into her eyes. I said, Grandma, I think you'll live another five years. (laughs) One look from her eyes when I said those words. I never said it again. I never dared say it again. She lived to 112 and 40 (laughs) days. She kept on going and going and going and going. And when she led someone to the Lord at 108, I thought, I'm glad she didn't die at 105. (laughs) The touch of a master's hand. While you have breath in your lungs, remember the touch of the master's hand and how he can get a hold of someone's life and fine tune their life to sing a beautiful song. That we go to the grave one day with our song that we've sung on the earth. so God bless you, Aberdeen Church Junction Church. God bless every one of you. thank you for the journey over the last 20 years and thank you for supporting Kevin and Cheryl in the dream when they come up. I knew they were very crazy they were they, they were so crazy I mean I remember. no I, I can't tell you some of those things like, they, I, they, it was so crazy but um, But the dream of God is quite crazy to people of the world. We carry a dream of God. And the dream over the next 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, however long it takes, but we will not say it costs too much. We will not say it costs too much. Whatever it takes, we'll give it. So I want to say, every one of you from wherever, from Dundee, from Thurzo, from uh, Inverness, from Aberdeen, wherever you come from, thank you for being a part of this dream. And let's go on and, and, and see multitudes and many more, thousands of people's lives changed in these coming years. God bless you. Thank you for the privilege. Thank you, Kevin and Cheryl. I wish you'd had on the recording, wish we'd recorded as the day you come up to us after that ministry training school. And you said you feel in the heart that God has called us to go and plant a church in Aberdeen. Would you allow us to plant a church in Aberdeen? They come up to us, come up to me and said, We're allowed. I didn't know what to do with you. (laughs) Go, plant a church, and now it's all done. God bless you. Thank you so much.